all of you that are gathered in the sanctuary and also of you also all of you that are online watching tonight we're believing that God's spirit is going to move in a special way and your lives are going to be touched God knows every need I'm going to make some announcements this coming weekend of course is Labor Day weekend there will be um If you would enjoy coming to the lake property that the church has, you're welcome to do so, to enjoy the lake property this Labor Day weekend. And on the 9th and 10th in Garland at the Stanley's Church, there's going to be North Texas Men's Conference. That is going to be extremely good. I know that Brother Matt Tuttle is speaking. There's the announcement. Brother Matt Tuttle will speak be speaking on Friday night and Brother Shea Mann on Saturday morning. So I know all of you men that can go will be blessed and you will enjoy that. You can register online at Eventbrite. And then you Sunday will be on the 11th at 6 o'clock and the Ladies United Fellowship the 13th. There's a sign-up sheet in the foyer. Haven't we ladies enjoyed those fellowships? Did you know that It has been almost a year now that we've been doing that every month, and it has been such a blessing, and I know that the friends that all of you have brought, it has been a blessing to them as well. So Sister Kylie Birchnell will be speaking at that meeting on the 13th. Now, we do have some ladies' life conferences coming up. All of you know that our district is divided into five sections, and every fall, every section has a ladies' life conference. So the first one is going to be the 17th. It's in Cleburne. Now, that's a little ways away. That's on the 17th. But on the 23rd, there's going to be one close. That one will be at Garland at the same church where the men are having their men's conference. So that will be Garland. And that is on the 23rd. And Sister Rachel Coltharp is going to be speaker. I know she has relatives in our church here, so I know that you'll be blessed by her speaking. So that is on the 23rd. Your monthly pledge is due the end of the month, and there's going to be a youth rally here on the 30th, northeast the Northeast Section Youth Rally here on the 30th. So you're invited to come to that as well to support our young people. And if you need to pay for your Branson trip, it's on Push Play. Push Pay, not Push Play. Push (laughs) Pay. It's on Push Pay. If you want to stand, we're going to invite the... Just tell God how much we appreciate him being here. We don't have to invite his presence because he is already here. So we want to just thank him for being here. God, we thank you tonight that you have come. God, you have come and where you are, there is peace. Where you are, there's healing. Where you are, there's forgiveness. God, we're thanking you, Lord, for your spirit. Your spirit. We thank you, God, that your powerful spirit is here tonight to minister to all of us. We're thanking you, God, that you care. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. One with God, the Lord most high. Your hidden glory. 
beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. You didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you
praise the Lord that gives us our very breath. And it's a thrill to breathe. And it's for sure a thrill to breathe heavenly atmosphere. We go to the Lord tonight. Prayer for Virgil Freeland, who has had some favorable uh, things happen. Brooklyn, Pool. So good to see Brother Jim here. I saw him a minute ago. And uh, he had to catch the phone, but so great to see him and to experience people that push against negative things. What a, what a joy it is to be a part of life where God is doing big things. Dot Lipscomb, Garrett Landers, Megan Spann, Staten Lewis is doing some better, Dickie Ewing, Ralph Dove, Bob Bolton, my uncle T.W. Hush, it's my mother's youngest brother, Lois Weems, Lucille McPatridge, Dennis Shannon, Billy Bolton, Cap Chaplain Steve Gibbs, Walton Andre Irwin, Mildred and George Pratt, Brother and Sister Proctor, I tell you, I thrill every time I talk with him. He just keeps on pushing forward. And uh, I can't imagine some of the uh, pressure that he pushes against. But Brother Billy, great to see you and your good wife here. And what a thrill. <laughs> Brother and Sister Bristow and, and I continue to ask us to pray for our nation, all the nations, our leaders in this city, for economic, political, social area. Pastors are so important. So our hope and healing is from the healer. He gave us the hope. He gave us the promise. And ask according to his will. And that part of that is not my will but thy will be done sometimes we get it that we've got to have this but the always is according to his will then our will be done on earth as it is in heaven if you have a need in your body and you'd like to slip to the front we have ministries and preachers and people that will gather with you we will anoint you with oil the bible said they shall anoint them with oil, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So that's a wonderful realization that you're going to be able to go through whatever, even if the infirmity exists for a while. Salvation is of the Lord. Father, we thank you tonight for the covenant of the King. We thank you for the bloodline that promises and assures us of life everlasting. I come against every weird and eventful thing that's happening to produce difficulty against the kingdom of God. I pray the kingdom of this world come down, that the kingdom of God can survive and empower. I pray for every one of these people through the blood, the word, the power of the resurrection and the coming of the Messiah. I pray against every weakness, against every challenge of every Goliath going on. 
There are some big things out there, but greater is he that is for us, and we cherish that realization. just wrap me in your arms he hears your cry what's even cooler than that it blows our mind that he knows our need and just the faith that we have to say lord i need you he hears our cry at this time we'll take our offering up it's good to see each of you here thankful for a wonderful church house to come to thank you for your presence that we feel in this place. God, your presence never leaves here. 
I pray that you would just have your way in this place. God, move without restraint. Move without hindrance, God. I pray for those who are able to give, that you would bless them. And you would bless those who are unable to give, God. I thank you for such a wonderful church house, God. Help us not to just be the church in here, but to be the church out there, God. I thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are working all things for my good. You are working all things for my good. When I cannot see it, God, I still believe it. You are working all things for my good. You difficulties to try to help people that don't really think they need help and then the other group that don't think God knows what they need and so it's really a challenge in order to sort of fit things together and so God allows trouble to come our way to cause us to seek for answers And so he said, turn to me in the day of trouble. 
and I will heal thee. Well, that is a huge scripture. But it's so hard to trust in him, and our worry factor has played its role in our life, our, and that is, comes by fear and that kind of thing. And so those impositions are what preachers are supposed to plant food or spiritual nourishment in the mind and in the heart of faith-filled believers. And so activating our faith is a consistent need in order to ingest and then digest that nourishment into the bloodstream and reach that place where the Bible said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so, I, I mean, if you cannot imagine probably the terror that hell tries to put on a preacher that preaches and tries to help hundreds of people. And so he has to meet the need or be ready to meet the need of any of those hundreds and hundreds of people that are looking for Jesus and they have to find him through the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word and the word of God is the creative energy that feeds the mind, heart, soul, and body. And so if a digestive system is not working, it is not going to reach the core needs of life. And so prayer is that digestive ability, praying, not my will, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. And he tries to stretch it out so you understand I am from the beginning and whenever you get to your forever, they're still forever and ever and ever and ever. So it's, it's a huge thing. It's not like just going to the house of God and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I see some people in our world, they, they, they think that living in the church is a retirement center. And, and so they, they just move in and hope for that everybody else treats them right and God leaves them out of here and let them live to enjoy a lot more food and this and that and the other. No, no, no. He said, fight the good fight of faith. And we're going to talk in, about some of that tonight. And so tonight I'm trying to preface that to get your energy for reception. Receive ye me is the way he said it. So the preaching of the word is the need of the hour because faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. Anything else you want to know before I get started? I am so fed up with people that are saying they want something and don't reach for it. They want a better social system but they don't want anybody messing with them. For them to fast and pray for a, a revival is out of the box. They just want Washington to come up with it. 
and they just want somebody to tie them to a thought that no matter what happens, no matter what goes on, you're saved. And I'm asking a lot of people, what do you mean when you say you're saved? What, what does that mean to you? Because we're saved by hope. We're saved by grace. We're saved by faith. We're saved, saved from what? And saved into what? Because, you know, you can be saved from a lightning but still be in the storm. You got it? Okay, well, we're going to just keep going then. Because that is critical realization. That's learning the question is creating the realization or the ability to receive what you need. And so Christianity is not a religion. Did y'all get that? Fine. Good deal. It's a it is being Christ-like. That's what Christianity is. It's, it's not so much about saying I go to a, a house of God somewhere and, and I do this and I do that. It's being like Christ. That's Christianity. Outside of that, it's just got a partial taste. I don't want to eat or smell the steak. I want to imbibe it. Until it is gone. Till I can't feel it in my mouth and I know it's going to my toes. I want the word of God to reach my toes, my path. I want the word of God to reach my brain the way I think. I want it to reach my heart because out of the heart are the issues of life. That's critical stuff. That's not like just, oh, well, how cute. So my goal for you the next few years, and hopefully it's God, is not just to start out to run the race, but somehow to reach that crown of life. It is totally possible that somebody in this building would be wearing that crown just a few days or years from here. Now, we've been thinking that's going to happen for many years because when I was born and, 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 and started realizing preaching, I was nine years old when I got the Holy Ghost, so I know there were several years that I was, I was scared to, uh, that, 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 that that Antichrist was going to take over because they was talking about the Antichrist when I come. And that's been over 40 years. All right, so my goal for you for the next few years is, and God's goal for you, that you would walk worthy of God who hath called you into his kingdom and glory. I didn't invent that statement. Paul, at, to the church at Thessalonica, he mentions that to them via God's in idea. First Peter, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is brought to you. Somebody say teaching. That is to be brought unto you. That's the manna. That's the food. The teaching of the word. The preaching of the word. That is what's going to take your whole self 
and put you into a revelation of Jesus Christ. <coughs> and I put, put it on here because I want you to understand that the first Adam goofed up, but the second Adam gave in and gave us and gives us all that we need. So originally, the first Adam was as we will become. <clears throat> You've got to understand, he wasn't like what we are right now. That first Adam, when sin came in, <clears throat> they went out and they began to till the ground just like we do now. But prior to that, they were spiritual entities. They were like God himself. They communicated in spiritual living. But when they sinned, they took upon themselves the nature of sin, which is our physical anatomy. And you don't have to teach people how to lie, cheat, steal, hate, and want to kill people. I'm here to tell you it's in the flesh. And that's why the second Adam came and took flesh and made it the powerful source that it is through the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. That's why he claimed I was in the beginning because I was the Word back yonder. And I am the Word or the bread of life for now. But I am going to be the king that sits upon the throne, the circle of the whole earth, and I will forgive you of all of your sins and your trespasses I will put under my blood or under my feet, and I will give you wisdom and knowledge and joy and peace and righteousness and glory so that you can manage your affairs in such a way that you walk on demons and on serpents and all of that stuff, and nothing shall by any means offend you when I'm seeing people that go to the house of God and they're always getting offended about something you know they're lacking in digestive system because the word is in the, their house uh, the spirit is as available as your next breath they're always offended about something I'm, I'm I just offends me the way they do Jesus was not offended that we are sinners Jesus is not offended that we act like we do he is forgiving because his love goes over the surface of all those offenses and woe to them whom offenses come. I'm here to preach to somebody and to teach to somebody that's hungry for the manna that's going to furnish your life with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm not talking about going to the house and retiring and hope he says something I like or furnishes me a piece of cobbler that I like. I'm not looking for sweets. I'm looking for the meat. I'm looking for the understanding. I'm looking for the wisdom. I'm looking for the knowledge. I'm looking for the bread that can furnish everything that my spiritual anatomy needs to lead this city and this county and this country into joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm not here to entertain people. I'm here to entertain the presence of God and disperse the food of God. We may not get this lesson finished if y'all keep preaching me. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust. How many of you sense that that 
fits with another scripture, come out and be ye separate. I'm amazed that people want to make the world be thrilled with the way they look. And so they try to dress to appease the world so the world don't come around and say, No, 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 no. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory to dress in a way that's familiar with a spiritual godliness and holiness and righteousness and peace and joy. I'm telling you, it ought to be a desire to do it. Not somebody have to make me, but somebody tell me how I can please the source of life so that I can enrich myself with the joys of life and with the glories of life and with the victories of the life. Why would I want to go to a church house where God is supposed to be cleaning me up and me still wanting to look like the world? act like the world, talk like the world, and then say, I got my hand in heaven. I used to try to dress everybody right before they ever got mature enough to handle it. And I am seeing so many people that that, that were one year old in Jesus and trying to dress like a 40-year-old that's been on the bench for years and grew in grace and grew in knowledge and grew in spirit and, and No, 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 no. It don't happen overnight. You just desire to be like mother when you're one year old. You just desire to be like a good mother when you're 10 years old. You want to dress like your mother. You want to act like your mother. You want to cook like your mother. You want to eat like your mother. You want to be able to enjoy life like your mother. And that's what Jerusalem is. Jerusalem is the mother of us all. That's where the church got started. That's where the church is growing up. That's how the church is. But we tried to make them do it and it hasn't worked but if they grow in grace and in knowledge and in power and in victory they will mature until when they get up on the steps it's not even any worse than walking straight across there because it's power and joy and wonderful to be able to conquer as obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust or the way life was 15 he which hath called you is holy I got a little ahead of myself didn't I perfect so be holy in all manner of conversation because it is written and boy is he ever underscoring it or what it's like those little love letters I used to write you know when you when you got to some of the rich part you just kept underwriting it bold face in it second timothy four and eight there is laid up for you it's already planned it's on his charts he's going to be so disappointed that you started and didn't finish if you don't get there he didn't give you a call to come to you to forfeit the call So, this thing may be out, but I'm not. You see that? There is laid up for you a crown of righteousness. He's already got your name tagged because he called you. 
He didn't call you without already having a plan for you. He already has a crown of success planned for everyone in this city. So he said, come unto me, all you that are laboring or heavy laden and burdened down with care. I'll give you rest. How do you get rest? You get spiritual energy to know without a question whether I live or whether I die. I am the Lord's and I am going to overcome my last battle out yonder at the cemetery. I'm going to rise. Halabahanda. I'm talking to somebody tonight. You came here tonight because you have intent. You came here tonight because your heart is so hungry to be exactly like Jesus Christ. It's not about going to a house that's called the house of God only. It is a house where there's bread enough and to spare and that's what the young man said I have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger I'm going to go back home I'm going to go back to my source I'm going to go back to mom and dad's house and he got there and found a cankered brother sitting in the house of plenty and didn't even have peace in the church house or what we would call the house of bread. He didn't know how to love. The other one didn't know how to live. So God sent forth preachers to tell the one that don't know how to love, learn to love. And the one that don't know how to live, come unto me, come out of the world, be ye separate, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will bring you bread and you will have bread enough and to spare. That's what the man said. That's huge. It's not just a cute little Sunday, story, Sunday school story. Oh, wait, the crown's still waiting on you. Is that awesome or what? He's already got your plans made. Here's how he said it. I know my thoughts toward you. He used the singular idea because he means you. When you read that, when you hear that, he means you. I know my thoughts toward you, saith the Lord of hosts. They are thoughts of peace. How do you have peace? Authority, weapons that can annihilate the enemy, which is the fruit of the Spirit. The lust of the flesh is with you always until you, he said, you just can't be my disciple if you don't crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. He said, because they'll always get in the way and rob you of your virtues. Well, you know, I thought that was a good statement. Is this a magic show? No, it's not a magic show. This is the word of God coming straight out of heaven. And pastor is just illustrating the best I can that there is a crown of life already with your name on it. He did. He say he died for the world or what? So he has a plan already. He said, I know my thoughts toward you, saith the Lord of hosts. They are thoughts of peace, not evil for a good hope of a final outcome. Study to show yourself approved of God. Take time to think. 
I have witnessed people actually telling me they've spent an hour in prayer and their attitude didn't change in a bit. They've told me they prayed and there was no change in their spiritual nature. I mean, anybody that eats four pieces of cake a day, it's going to show. You can't run good when you've been eating a lot of sweets. And when you just eat the things of the earth, it's hard to run the race. It's hard to fight the fight of faith. It's hard to lay hold on eternal life. It's hard. But when you are practiced up exercising yourself unto godliness, uh, oh, Lamb of God, I praise you for giving me an invitation. I praise you for promising me a crown. I, pr- I praise you today because your blood never stops cleansing me. I thank you because your word never stops feeding me. I thank you, God, because you are from everlasting to everlasting. Uh, when I was born you cared when I die you care I'm here to tell you tonight that the holy one of Israel is in this house saying come on come on let me lead you beside still waters let me restore your soul let me restore your joy let me store restore your peace when I created man I meant for them to have righteousness peace and joy and I'm in here to restore every bit of that to whosoever will let him come and drink of the water of life freely for I am not about to go bankrupt I am a God that's eternal in the heavens I wish somebody stand and give him the praise he deserves you're not praising me for preaching you're praising him for being here and showing us there is a way there is a light there is a love there is a glory there is forgiveness there is mercy Oh, hallelujah. I wish you'd come around and give somebody a high five or something. We're real people. We're not playing games with this stuff called church and the kingdom and stuff like that. I'm telling you, we love one another. We love the lost. We love the backslider. We love people everywhere we go. We are part of God's kingdom. So gird up the loins of your mind. Dad was preaching years ago and and he was trying to quote that scripture, and he couldn't, he couldn't get it out quick enough. And he said, put your girdle on. We, we had a lot of fun out of that one. And Dad didn't make too many uh, goofs like that. So fight the good fight of faith. Exercising. What do you think is going to happen to you? Uh, Brother Jim, we're so happy you're here. Why don't you come help me a minute? Uh, Give us about 25 push-ups right quick. (laughs) You don't have to do 25. Just do three. Somebody say pray, pray, pray. Exercise yourself unto godliness. Fast, fast, fast. Fast, exercise yourself unto godliness. All those virtues, that fasting is meant to do what it does. It makes you want to eat. 
I mean, that's a real trip, isn't it? Fasting makes you want to eat. It makes you hungry. So he said, if you'll fast and translate that hunger over to he that hungereth and thirsteth after righteousness shall be filled and when the filling in the fill, the infilling comes it's going to be joy unspeakable and full of glory because maturation and growth is going to take its proper course and you're going to look down on the lion you're going to look down on the problem you're going to look down on the adversary you're going to look down because greater is he that is for you than he that is against you and the Lord ever liveth and he lives on high that's huge stuff. When he said, I'm going to make the crooked places straight and the high places low and all that, what he meant was he's going to give you a Cadillac. You're not going to feel the bad roads. You're going to have an experience with a vehicle that is peaceful, powerful, and joyful. Good old gospel music on the radio. Good cool air in the summer. And good warm air in the winter. And everybody looking at you saying, How'd they do it? Well, I'll tell you how they did it. They went to an altar and they disciplined their money. And they disciplined their attitude. And they disciplined their future. And they brought about wonderful things in their physical anatomy. He said the children of this generation are smarter in their day than the children of light. They see a little light. They run, go join a church and become a religious person. And they don't grow anymore. But not the UPC of Paris. You're not going to sit here and not hear something that's going to prow on you and make you itch and wonder, uh, is this the church I really want to be in? That's right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stir up the gift that's within you i'm not gonna let you get dilapidated pitiful and pathetic and just barely stagger in no prayer before you get here no praise after you get here oh no 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 no. that's not gonna happen on pastor Meyer's shift you may boot me out next month but i'm here to tell you i'm telling till that day i'm gonna preach the word that's gonna get you up get you out and get you into something greater than you've ever had you're going to be able to leap over a troop and jump over a wall and say my God is greater and the world's not going to outdance your pastor I just amaze myself at people go to a game holler and scream and pay big bucks to see somebody else get rich and then if the preacher has too much The whole show is that the preacher, if he's not providing bread, if he's not providing meat or understanding and wisdom and knowledge, he is not feeding the flock. But if the people that come just don't eat it and nourish that, nourish that and go home and pray over it, because that's your digestive system. Prayer and praise are the digestive system that you praise him for the word and you pray that the word will integrate into your mind, heart, and soul and body. And so as you pray according to his his will, you begin. 
God, y'all preaching the fire out of me tonight. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is in the house. And what I know is somebody has been praying for this service. There's a bunch of you, I think, that's in this house tonight. You've been praying, God, I want to wear that crown. I plan to exercise myself and defend myself and to stay holy and stay godly until you're appearing. And when you do, crown me forever. I'm going to be so glad that you invited me into this. So be thou an example. Be strong. Be of good courage. Fear not. Be not weary in well-doing. I'm just amazed that people talk about how much power they get going to the church or, or they're saved, and then they're living some of the most fearful people in the world. real reciprocal relationship. Oh, I, I, I do. I see it. I see it in every, almost every assembly I go to. I'm not talking about just Pentecostals and I'm not talking about Baptists and Catholics. No. Everybody's got a little bread. Every group since the 323 AD has got a little touch. And then they try to capitalize on a little bit and then go do what they want to do. Go read that Reformation. Get on up there to the 1500s and the 1600s. Watch those Wesley brothers in the Methodist church. They were some of the most rigid, strict people, and some of the people in the Wesleyan Methodist church in Circleville, just north of where we live, they made us look like we didn't know what to do. Some of y'all seen the little church of Christ up here? When I first moved here, they would put people to... Uh, in, in a weak position, they were so sold out to outward dress. The problem is the, the church folded up because they couldn't live. You can't dress and fight the devil with the way you dress. But you can be a living epistle and you can be a living light by the way you dress and the way you talk and where you do go and where you don't go. And, and, and that's what the Holy Ghost is. He said it will lead and guide you into all truth and that you shall know the truth and the truth will give you freedom that you don't feel like you've got to participate in worldly stuff. You can just go ahead and participate with people that are in the world just like Jesus did and then you can help them out of the world into the kingdom and that joy unspeakable and full of glory is just something awesome but of course we're, our busy schedule I mean I want to say heck What in the world? Are we in such a busy that we can't pray? That we can't have time to think about what's really going on in my life? He said, when this stuff gets to rolling, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. 
Paul wrote many of his management terminology to people while he was locked up in prison. So what would be wrong with us when we're having problems, calling somebody and letting the flow of the Spirit and tell them, let me tell you something, God loves you and we love you and we're here for you. You say, Pastor, I I didn't join this church to have more business. Y'all kept talking to me about rest. Because he said, this is the rest wherein you shall cause the weary to rest. But then I find out people that are going to houses of God, they're, they're not really resting. They're so busy now staying on Facebook and on uh, uh, other media projects. And, and, and I'm telling you, you say, Pastor, you're really getting in some territory that's horrible. I'm telling you, if TV was ever bad, some of this Facebook stuff with gossip and all the stuff going on on it is horrible because they don't know for sure that what they read is true, but they repeat it and hope it is. I can tell by the look on a couple of faces here that this isn't really doing what they thought. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here to entertain anybody. If you want to really be Jesus Christ, I am going to preach against anything that causes you not to be like Jesus Christ. I don't care what it is. I am coming down the line because I know without a doubt he's coming back. So I'm coming down the line because he's coming back. And I don't want you to miss it. I, I know you've heard me tell you. My dad told me when he's going to spank me, he said, son, let me tell you something. It's going to hurt me worse than it hurts you. And I said, dad, no needing both of us suffering. I know it's hard for anybody to believe. It's just like, uh, uh, who, who does he think he is, Adolf Hitler? Or who, who does he think he is getting up there telling us this and telling us that? I'll tell you what I'm telling you. I'm telling you there is a way that seemeth to be no way. There is a God that seemeth not to be doing everything you want him to do. But he's got his hand on this whole situation. And when he says it's over, I mean the bell blows. I mean the bell tiles, tolls and the the bell chimes and all of a sudden the church is out of here and I want everybody that comes through that door to be ye ready for in a day you think not the son of man's coming I'm going to preach it till I am not got another breath in my body I love you way too much to go through some rhetoric I love you and care about your future more than you can imagine I'm not going to play games I don't care how many dollars I do or don't get I am here to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified and him gonna take care of us and him coming back to get us I believe in him I don't shout because I feel like it all the time I shout because he loves to see it First Samuel 15 Samuel said that's an old man right there now hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Any preacher 
that tells people you don't have to be obedient to the voice of the Lord is a lying preacher. The Lord said, they that be willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. The Bible says it's better to obey than to offer sacrifices. Because obedience. Come here, Brother Jim. Aren't we glad to see his hide here? I mean, his body here. Just take off. Hold on right there now. See, his word is him. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And the word became flesh. So obedience is what his next statement was. Follow me. That's what Paul did. And he said, follow me as I follow Christ. And so as I see Christ hugging people, I've got my example. What about these other people? You don't have to hug them. Just pat them on the back or something. Can you imagine as we be ye kind one to another? Kindness is almost a hug itself. Be kind to your enemies. Do good to them that despitefully use you. Oh, but not us. We, we, we got the Holy Ghost on our way to heaven, and we ain't got time for some of you jackrabbits. You, some of you thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? I know where your mind is. When she, this lady came in tonight, there was such a huge smile. Made me want to shake your hand. Made me want to be friends with y'all. Keep those smiles. There'll be a lot of stuff. Try to steal them. Where he leads me. Go ahead, Brother Ronnie. Sing it. We'll follow. Oh, yes. Well, if he cares about this guy, surely I can. If he cares about this mother, grandmother, surely I can care and want for her a handful of joy. And we're so glad you're here. Those gray hairs mean nothing to us. Except that you've been a lot of miles, a lot of bus trips, a lot of children picked up on the route. So anxious for y'all to get those buses going again. Used to stand there and watch those kids get off the bus. 
believe it's going to happen again because there's a bunch of them. Thank all of you for keeping this place alive, keeping leadership, keeping men who care, men who stand up against just junk. You know what it's like to watch your new grandbaby have life and look like it's losing it? And he just stands strong? Wasn't easy. Tears? Yes. Hurt? Yes. Look at him. We're not down for the count. We're hanging in there with you. You got a whole brotherhood. There's some that's not here tonight. But I'm telling you, you go back over there and when you see them, you put your arm around them and say, hey, look, the whole church is still for us. Uh, The kingdom of God is for us. Uh, The righteousness of God is for us. Uh, The mercy of God is for us. Uh, The the victory of the Lord is for us. Uh, And whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Uh, And I'll never forget a few days ago, and I mentioned it to him the other day, uh, that first afternoon when that thing turned around and it looked so desperate and I looked up to heaven and I said what do you want me to say it wasn't three minutes until he gave me the words that I will use uh, if there is any detriment but I went ahead and shared a lot of it with the, the grandfather because he's he's going to be a grandfather it looks like for a while Ladies and gentlemen, this is not about how quick I can go to church and how quick I can get out of the building. It's about how much can I get out of what I'm getting there for, how much I'm going to haul home with me, and how much am I going to put on the table for us, and how much am I going to show the world for us. I've been with Jesus. I walked in his presence last night. I walked in his presence day before yesterday. I heard from heaven again Wednesday night. I didn't just go and hear a message I heard from heaven I felt the holy one of heaven in the house I felt the glory of the Lord in the house I felt the resurrection in the house it's joy unspeakable and full of glory and any way you want to cut the pie we've been in the presence of God tonight the singing the worship the praise Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying? So what I try to tell people, I said, look, your tithe means a lot. And you're going to be blessed for tithing regardless. But it won't, it won't take you to heaven. But the blessings of the Lord that maketh rich will take you to heaven. And so give, and it shall be given. Pressed down, running over, full of good measure. Shall God give of the kingdom people that support kingdom things? So, somebody see those crown? One for everybody. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Well, I did this and I did that, but I'm not doing this one. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. In other words, I will only give him so much of my life, but I will not give him everything. That is idolatry. I 
am on the level with him and I can compete with him. I don't need him telling me all I need to do. Hello? Are we still in this? Promise you. I'm trying my best every day to stay in touch with him because if he is not in reach, we're already sunk. David said he leads me beside still waters. He didn't even have the Holy Ghost. And he destroyed a bear and a lion. What do you think we're capable of doing with Christ in us? The hope of glory. That's why I said you're saved by hope. Because you have a hope that will destroy every doubt, every fear, every inhibition, every weakness that your body is ever going to chemistry-wise surface to your life. It's not about just going and so and so. So I, I say I clocked in and I put my time in and I put my tithing in. No, no, no. It's that crown thing. That's why I put it on several places in this little lesson because I'm telling you I'm fighting for the crown. Somebody say success. I don't intend to give up halfway. I don't intend to lose my, in, my, my interest and in, in my fire. I don't intend to let the fire go out. I don't intend to let the strength dissipate. I don't intend to st- my hunger to quit working. I am a hungry man. I am a hungry, desperate man. I am preaching because I'm hungry for this city. I am hungry for this county. I am hungry for America. I can hardly stand it when I see the wars and the fussings and the fightings. I'm I'm not a friend of Donald Trump and I'm sure not a friend of Brother Biden but I care about both of them. They're both under strict stress that is unthinkable and that's why they're acting like they act because they don't have a God that's able to give them peace that passes understanding and the only hope hope they've got is that a church will rise up in the midst of all this hell going on and say there is still peace, there's still joy, there's still righteousness there's still freedom there's still glory, there's still victory, there's still love there's still mercy, there's still grace, I'm here to tell you I wish I could do a backflip right now I'd do it I know my redeemer liveth I said, I know my Redeemer liveth. I sense him in the morning. I sense him in trouble. I sense him in a, and yes, I go through trouble. Yes, I feel inadequate. Yes, my body tells me to quit. But my spirit says, let's go. Let's go. March again, Gideon. March again. Go preach again. And Jericho became a siege because the man of God kept going. Gideon didn't quit because he had losses. He won the battle for 32,000 people with 300. Crowds killed Jesus. Twelve followed him. We do not give up. Somebody say, I'm going to fight. No, I, I don't mean from the recliner. I'm going to fight. We got to get some spirit in it. 
I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. I'm not letting this wimpy world, things, uh, sin and iniquity and all this ungodliness. Uh, I'm not going to give up because of all that stuff. I'm not going to give my faith up that we're going to have a revival. He said in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Uh, be ready. Be ready. We got to have rooms ready. We got to have altars ready. We got to have ministry ready. You've got to grow in the grace and the knowledge so you can help all those people that are going to be living in your neighborhood knocking on your door saying look understand you've been living with that crown thing for a long time and you've been walking in the authority of the crown before you're going to actually receive the crown because the authority comes from the word and the spirit so we will seek out the right questions so we have right answers well, I what you need to be armed enough with with a shield of faith to tell your friends hey what are you thinking about giving up that is not God telling you to give up he waded through a crowd in order to them to crucify him and him healing them and him giving them wisdom and him giving them knowledge and they wanted to get rid of the light that's what they're going to do to you they're going to make fun of you because you dress talk walk live in such a way as to make them feel awkward. As if same-sex marriage is okay. They don't raise their voice against that. Every now and then they'll sigh a little bit over Christ in you, the hope of glory world. Christ in you. But making fun of them is not the way God did it ridiculing them and lambasting them from afar. Oh, my God, look at that. He said, if you have aught or you see a brother in need, go to him. We'll never forget 30 years ago in my office, a little girl crying with her mother sitting right beside her. That little girl was just, just in terror. And she said, but mother, I don't want another mother. She said, well, you want mom to be happy. You want mama to be happy. Mama loves a girl. Mama wants to find something that can't take care of a girl. And then put the mother in. That's what you and I are up against. We can't make church services as usual and just casually going through it. No, no, no. We got to pray, seek the face of God, obey the voice of the Lord, walk in the Spirit, love our neighbor as ourselves, and do the right thing by everybody, and God's going to send the miracle to those people that do that. Amen. 
We will not forfeit our right to live forever in glory. We will fight. Somebody say fight. Somebody say I want the crown. Somebody say I'm going to fight for it. Devil's not stealing my crown. The world's not stealing my crown. Sin is not stealing my crown. I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to lay hold on eternal life. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. I am going to pray more. I'm going to read the word God, a word of God more. And I'm going to live the word of God, not just read it and memorize it. I'm going to walk in truth. I'm going to live in truth. I'm going to worship truth because he is the living word he is the living bread and the crown's already got your name on it and he's going to be sad because he bought it for you loving the Lord correctly or placing us in line to perform his will forever if we make mistakes we get up we get out and we get with it if God counted us worthy we can count self and others worth everything we got to keep this thing alive we've got to keep the fire burning we can't have to have all the singers trying to pump us up every week on the way to the house of God we need to talk about the God of the house on the way to the house of God we need to be praying uh, to each other let's talk let's see what we can do today to make sure that this service uh, meets the criteria for anybody that's depressed or oppressed people that are down and out and and then there's going to be family members that's going to leave here and they're going to be living letters when they get out there living epistles and when they leave the house of God it's going to be like man I tell you what what, I I, I know what you're drunks you know what I mean anybody ever seen a drunk I'm telling you and the world just laughs about that but don't make fun of them but they let hear somebody talking in tongues and somebody got a burden and somebody doing everything they can to save a city man those guys are weird I'm telling you that's not weird I'm so glad somebody kept reaching and somebody kept preaching and somebody kept travailing and somebody kept the altars hot and said look we're here to stay with you if you stay till 10 o'clock we're going to pray till you get a victory in your spirit as others sense the reality of kingdom living it's just hard to see somebody through the window sitting in Brahms. Got a big old cheeseburger with bacon on both sides. And then over here they got a milkshake. And over here they got French fries. Let's don't all go to Brahms. It's just hard to sit outside. And not want to be in there. But if everything they get on the table goes in the trash can, I won't be there next week. Because if it don't look like it's doing them any good, you do know that scripture, don't you? They that be fat, on the earth shall eat and worship one of my favorite scriptures that word fat means blessed abundantly don't be feeling of yourself I'm trying to tell you that he's talking about a church that is so nourished 
and it's so full, it's got leftovers. So blessed, so non-anemic that it can stay in there and travail until babies are born. Musician is coming. Used to say musicians, but tonight it's musician. My goal for you in the next few years is for you, when you look in the mirror every night before you go to bed, hairs and rollers, your hair's all messed up. Whatever it is, you look in the mirror or the word. The Bible said the word is the mirror. Or you look in the physical mirror and you know without a doubt. If he comes tonight, I'll be there. Because I went to bed in his love, in his mercy, in his arms. I put myself in him. Sister Tammy, I love watching you worship him because you think he's real. You do? Yes, he is very real. Are you still glad you found Kylie? Oh, the whole church. Yeah, Brother Todd. Boy, he's got a hold of a live wire. He probably never dreamed life would get this lively. <laughs> Enter thou into the joy of the Lord forever. I don't know how many missionaries, I mean, how many people that the missionary you're supporting is reaching. But you know you're going to get quite a bit of credit for it. That's where that scripture comes in. We've got a bunch of people here that that missions wall. Let me tell you, there's a bunch of you here tonight that support those missionaries. And some of you acted like you enjoyed old Brother Cedra. I told him, I said, anytime you want to bring that little motor home, it don't drink enough water and it don't eat enough electricity to be a problem. That little old bitty motor home, I saw them both standing. Of course, they're both sort of like midgets, you know. They had the door open and both of them standing in there just like they had a palace. It was just really a thrill. But those of you that support missionaries, you're going to get a lot of the credit for all those people all over the country. So that scripture that says some from every tribe and nation, somehow they're going to know that y'all gave, that you cared. I don't know how they'll do it. But the Bible said, Every man shall be rewarded according to his works. And one of them is giving. There's some people that have come through this house because y'all have kept it alive. Air conditioned. It's not that bad in here tonight. Some people, you've had a chance to help fix their cars. Some people, you've had a chance 
while they're incarcerated to lift them up a little bit. But the whole body gets credit for being a strong help to each other. Thus, the hand cannot say to the foot, I have no need of thee. The hand cannot say to the ear, I don't want you listening to that preacher anymore. Because we're a body. We work together. That's one of the knowledges that God said, my people are going into captivity because of a lack of knowledge. It's not that they hadn't heard it. He said, hearing they hear, but they hear not. But he that hath an ear, let him hear it. Because I'm telling you, this is a coordinate body. All those tithes y'all put in through the years, and Jeremy put them in. Don't you think for a minute, he's already not lined up for a reward that you couldn't give him. Yes, we all miss him. But someday soon, from the throne on high, the trump of God shall sound. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. It's worth fighting for. It's worth living right for. It's worth caring about a lost world for. It's Let's stand together if you would and magnify the Lord, the blood, the word, the name. Sing it, would you? Just 
weep for a couple of minutes over the lost, over the backsliders. Just let your spirit be affected for a few minutes here. Sing it. Sing it. There is a revival atmosphere happening in this house. When Sunday rolls around, the angels are going to count down here.
desperate.